Hello, my name's Jess and welcome to The Happiness Channel. Before the world shut down, I was in a completely different place, mentally, physically and emotionally. Continuing to work full-time on the front line, I was forced to make some changes and they changed my life. Taking a deep dive into all things personal development, mindset, well-being, with a sprinkle of spirituality, I arose from the ashes like a phoenix. Now, as I begin to coach people on how to achieve this for themselves, I'm continuing to learn new and innovative ways to incorporate all these things into my life on the regular. I'm extremely grateful that you're joining me here on this journey today, so let's get started. Welcome back to the Happiness Channel. I hope you've had a fantastic week. I'm currently sitting on week 13 of a 16-week course all about mindset, goal setting, doing the inner work to change my external circumstances. So essentially, I feel like I've been on a roller coaster ride that's gone for 13 weeks that you don't know where the twists and turns are going to take you, but there's lots of challenges to overcome and self-reflection and just making sure to celebrate your achievements every day. So I'm extremely grateful to be getting around to the podcast today, and I think that's why this week I thought it would be a great idea to do a bit of an intro into journaling, a bit of a beginner's guide, So, which is essentially a small daily implementation that can help clear out all the riffraff inside your mind and create space for more of what you love in the everyday. So I think it's just a really cool tool to start implementing wherever you can, so I'm going to start today by talking about a book that I've read that is a fantastic example of somebody who's personally lived in her own trauma, but also externally worked in a profession dealing with other people's traumas and was able to find a holistic approach alongside of her psychological education and make huge changes for millions of people with very simple implementations in her own life and then teaching others on how to do it for themselves. So the book is called How to Do the Work by Dr. Nicole LaPera, a clinical psychologist in America who, before she found mindset and spirituality, was medicated for crippling panic attacks and anxiety. She experienced this before her schooling and even after she entered into the professional world of psychology. She gives a great recount of how she was in mind, body, and spirit, while also talking about how she felt imposter syndrome when it came to her clients and being able to help them when she wasn't even sure about how she could help herself. To now, with over 3 million followers on Instagram, she gives an educated and full-rounded view on how to self-heal, and she is a huge advocate for journaling as well as many other amazing modalities. You can find her on Instagram at The Holistic Psychologist. In her book, she talks about many of the clients that would come in to see her weekly, talking and telling of patterns in their life that they wanted to break, but alas, the following week they would return, same issues, same patterns. There's a great story she tells of one of her patients who wanted to start focusing on making healthier choices. So she gave her the task of the simple act of drinking a glass of water at the same time every single day. So she was able to start forming a new habit without overloading her ego. The ego, which is a part of you that is hell bent on keeping you safe and loves any old habits that have proven to do so. This is why when you're trying to make a new, big, positive change, you can be met with so much resistance. It's like your body feels threatened and it will do anything in its power to keep you safe, including keeping you on the couch instead of 
maybe the stress of lifting scary weights that might hurt your body and change it at the gym. Sounds really familiar, doesn't it? So after a couple of weeks of solidifying this water drinking habit, this patient was able to implement a five-minute daily mental dump in the form of journaling, which she coupled with drinking her water at the exact same time. By coupling the journaling with the daily exercise of having the glass of water, she had now been able to successfully foster a new habit without the overwhelm of her ego self trying to keep her safe. Now, before I get ahead of myself and for full clarity, I have never actually used a diary before the last 12 months. Even when I was a teen, even when I had a sort of crazy mishmash of things going on with boys and friends and family and what have you, getting me to write with a pen, period, used to be a bit of an event, to be honest, because I was always told growing up that I had boys' handwriting, so I never wanted to write with a pen. But now, I really wish I had of. There are so many great benefits of journaling every single day. Firstly, and it's not the most advertised version, but I think it's the most fantastic way to actually get all of that mental clearing of all the crazy, manic, or potentially toxic events that you've experienced throughout your day-to-day life. There's that person that annoys you, but you don't want to talk about it with anyone? Put it in your journal. Hating your job or sick of hearing people constantly talk about how much they hate your job to you and it's just like overloading your mind? Put it down in your journal. This is an extremely important and helpful way of clearing out all the trauma of the day, the past week, or even different moments in your life that all of a sudden you'll just be like, oh, why am I thinking of that? That's so weird. Write it down. Put it in your journal. Putting pen to paper and getting it all out when you can is just the best way to get it all out and then let it go. I think it's sometimes important to remind yourself if you've got all of this going on inside your head and you're not getting it out, that a lot of the other people that you interact with on a daily basis have probably got the same thing going on for themselves, right? So that's what I like to tell myself now in moments that I find triggering. And then I just go home and I take it all out on my journal. Now, knowing that, and then taking the time to reflect on it, process it, now it's time to let it go keeping space open for way more of the good stuff. Next, opposing this first option, we have gratitude journaling. Gratitude is an attitude that as you continue to clean and clear all the extra junk you have gotten into a pattern of thinking about, now it's time to remember who you are, all the fantastic things you have around you, and everything you really should be grateful for every single day. Someone bought you a coffee? Give them a thank you and a shout out in your journal. You've got a roof over your head and food in your belly. Write that down in your journal. You love where you live and you keep forgetting to celebrate it? Be grateful for it. Put it in your journal. Think about how happy you are that you've made this decision to live where you do and be grateful for it every single day. Regardless of the amount of bad or emotional things I journal out, I always leave space to remind myself of at least three things I'm thankful for every single day. Most of the time, it may even be the same things, but... They can be as simple as a roof over my head, my supportive friends and family, and my dog Frankie, but I still think about them every single day. Next, you've got goals and visualization. Sometimes it's easy to get caught up in the world where you're constantly surrounded by bad news on TV, the conditioning of others, their opinions on the world, or just generally what you've grown up learning from school and trusted adults around you. On days when nothing much has happened to journal about, or I'm just feeling really good and I want to focus on what's next something I'm working on, or ideas of where I want my business to go, 
Goals and visualization can be an extremely important tool to help you get clear on what lights you up and so, 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 so much more. From this daily pattern of journaling, you start rewiring neural pathways inside your brain. This is referred to as neuroplasticity. It's been believed for a long time that our brains are fixed and unchangeable. When in actual fact, breaking out of the cycle of your autopilot life and starting to implement new behaviors while reinforcing them enough that they stick rewires brain function, causing neuroplasticity. Your mind is always adapting. It's never stagnant. And this is why simple daily implementation of journaling can be so eye-opening and powerful as you start to become more aware and present in all of your daily activities. There are so many other forms of journaling, as well as so many people out there that are doing this kind of healing on themselves or coaching others that will actually post a lot of amazing and inspiring journal prompts for those days when you just want to dig a little bit deeper, but you don't have any inspiration. Why is journaling so good for you, you might ask? Well, firstly, it gets all of your thoughts and feelings out in one safe and secure place. For me personally, I was able to get clear quickly on so many different things in my life. I remember one particular day when I was at work chipping away, and although I mostly find little digs about myself pretty funny, especially in a work setting where I am surrounded by people that I consider my friends, one day someone tried to get a rise out of me. My old MO was to be reactive and say something to the effect of, why are you so mean to me? Oh my God. (laughs) Because I you know, felt a little bit hurt when I would hear something, I guess. I don't know. It was just a reaction. Instead, I just laughed and said, good one. To which they made the comment to the effect of, are you okay? That isn't how you would normally react to something like that. Which, yeah, I wasn't triggered anymore. I could see the joke for exactly what it was and I had no emotion attached to it. And I could enjoy the humorous side of things. People started noticing differences in me following months of daily journaling after I finished work. Not that I had much of an idea of what I was doing at the time compared to how I do now, but just the commitment of sitting down for five to 10 minutes a day and giving back to myself was starting to make a huge difference and it made people take notice. It also improved my writing skills and from what I personally believe, the way I articulate myself is so much better than it was 12 months ago. I can still turn on a bogan twang, but I am much more present when speaking and writing. It also helped me with setting goals, acknowledging my aspirations, and just getting creative and completely letting my imagination run wild, sparking creativity, which I believe and know is great for the mind and soul. It also helps you recognize your own strengths and the active changes that you're making every single day. By reflecting on the events of the day, you are able to have a much clearer mind and memory while also being able to acknowledge how you once were and how far you've come to be the person that you are today. I remember one day I was having an argument with one of my parents. No judgment. Unfortunately, at the time, this was a very common way of communication for me between some of my family members. It wasn't even until after a few months into my mindset and spirituality journey that I even had the self-reflection to realize that not everybody communicated like this. My mind was actually blown. I know it seems so simple, but for me, I'd never actually really noticed it before. That was when another pattern was exposed to me. And this pattern wasn't just in this conversation. It came from multiple different people in my life. And that was me being told how I was acting, although I knew that my true intention was completely different to what this person, whoever it may be, was trying to articulate to me. (sighs) Crazy. I know, right? 
I had literally spent a large portion of my life having people tell me how they thought I was acting and taking it personally instead of actually listening to myself and going, you know what, this is actually how I'm acting. The reason this reflection is so important is because your mind is such a powerful tool. It's constantly being influenced by self-talk, which is something I definitely want to talk about in another episode. And it's constantly being influenced by the people that you have around you via mirror neurons. Have you ever noticed that you pick up on the mannerisms and the sayings of the people that you surround yourself with on a very regular basis? Those are mirror neurons, my friend. So having someone say to me that I was acting in a way that I wasn't when I was actually trying to change my patterns and act calm while also trying to articulate my feelings, it wasn't working for me. So after this conversation, I journaled it, self-reflected, recounting the entire conversation. And on another day, after giving myself some time to process how I was feeling, I went to anyone who tried to say something to me of that similar effect again. Hey, I appreciate that I may have set the tone for similar behaviors in the past. However, I'm making active changes to change myself and I'm working on myself and I know within myself I'm acting differently. I respect that you might not trust this yet, but if you can't speak to me without trying to tell me how you think I'm acting instead of listening and seeing how I'm truly presenting myself, maybe we should limit our communication for a while. Boundaries. Boom. And (laughs) I just scared Frankie. And it worked. (laughs) Yes, it was hard, but changing that boundary has changed my communication style for the better all because I became much more aware of myself by writing in my journal every single day, which in turn helps boost your self-confidence because you're way more sure of yourself and you're listening to your intuition. Sure, if you miss one day, it's definitely not a big deal. It's just about keeping this commitment to yourself, showing up, and when you have those little moments of growth, you celebrate yourself. It's so important to keep focus on what is truly important. Is morning or night better? Honestly, so many people I follow and learn from love morning journaling. For me, personally, I find myself preoccupied with the events of the day and I like keeping my morning routine pretty strict around what serves me best in the morning. So I love to journal in the afternoon or the nighttime when I'm able to steal a few moments for myself and just write everything down from the day. But the choice is most entirely up to what feels best for you. Try to remember it is important to put pen to paper in order to be using the full force of the mind-body connection via neural pathways and neural connection. Brain thinks of what it wants to have written down. Body and hand get the job done, giving you a whole new appreciation for the meat suit that you carry around every single day. Personally, I have three different journals. One for general day-to-day writing, a gratitude journal with specific prompts and questions to get thought-provoking answers and gratitude out of me with minimal time or effort, and a dream journal so I can start keeping track of any dreams that I've had, what I think they might mean, and if they come up again at some point in the future. I got all three from Kmart for five bucks each and absolutely love them. There is the potential next time that I might go with a completely different style who knows? But as long as you love it and it lights you up and makes you want to write in it regularly, it's absolutely perfect. So I think that that is it for today. Thank you so much for joining me once again. Just remember, no matter how hard things ever seem, there is always something so amazing on the other side. So journal it out, 
Take a deep breath and keep going. We are definitely all in this together. Until next time. Bye. (laughs) Thanks so much again for joining me here on today's episode. If you loved what you heard, be sure to share it on iTunes so I can make sure to keep the great content coming your way. If you aren't already following me on social media, I invite you now to follow all of the fun on Instagram at the.happinesschannel for more free content, links, and extras. Until next time, I'm sending you all the love and look forward to hearing all of your stories of how we are changing our lives together for the better.